hardship no more struggle no more challenges no more battle because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle and God said after today you shall rest from your battle the battle of your marriage the battle of your business the battle of your finances the battle of your sickness the battle of your shame the battle of your disgrace the battle of your setback the battle of the pains you don't want to forget God said you will rest from your battle And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Awudu, Head Pastor ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Dagon. Some of you, we are being intoxicated and blinded by politics. The political party you should support is having political party. And that is Jesus Christ. Your crusade is about preaching Christ. He said, go ye into the world and make disciples of me because the kingdom of God is at hand. We have a kingdom. Our king is Jesus. And our economy is in heaven. Don't look at me like that. That is what we are talking about. Your hope is not centered on man. Because man will disappoint you. But this hope I am talking about, I am talking of a hope that is in Christ, that is able to do. Some will promise you, they want to sleep with you before they will do it. They want to extract something from you. Sure hope is not in that. He is the Lord that gives you a blessing and add no sorrow. Chapter 2 scriptures. He said the Lord blesses and add no sorrow. But man will bless with conditionalities. God has not blessed with any conditionalities. And he said, I have made you a father of many nations. I have made you. Not man have made you. You might not have a child now, Abraham. You don't have a child now, Sarah. But I said, I have made you. And for you to know that I have made you, your name is no more Abraham, exalted father. But your name is Abraham, the father of many nations. I am changing your identity before the blessing comes. God calls you a blessed person before you receive a blessing. God calls you a billionaire before you become a billionaire. God calls you a mother before you give birth. God calls you a father before you give birth. God calls you a CEO before you build the company. God will call you what you will be before you shall become before you shall become before you shall become before you shall become it said in the presence of him whom he believed God not man but God the one that has the power to make and to unmake who gives life to the dead he gave life to Nazareth dead four days Bones in the case of Ezekiel that has no flesh. Ezekiel said that no rest. He said prophesy. Ezekiel spoke and life came into the bones. He gives life to the dead. Do you have a dead dream? Do you have a dead project? Do you have a dead marriage? Do you have a dead situation? I am here to announce to you. I am referring you to the God who has life and called those things that were not as though they were. I declare over your life. He gives life to the dead. He will give life to the economy of Ghana. He will give life to your marriage. He will give life to your resources. He will give life to your business. He will give life to your life. No matter what is dead, he has the power to resurrect it. He gives life. He, he didn't say men, he said he gives life to the dead and call those things which do not exist as though they did. So things that are not even in place. If he says, get up, go here, you will find a white chair. The chair can be black, 
by the time you get there, the chair will turn to white because it's not a man that will lie, neither the son of man that will repent. Has he said it and will he not do it? If God said you are fruitful, it doesn't matter what the doctor says, you are fruitful. If God said you are blessed, it doesn't matter your state of your pocket, you are blessed. If God says you are a billionaire, you are a billionaire. You might be eating curry today, but tomorrow you are a billionaire. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When God says it, He perfects it. He didn't say he sits it before God. He said he calls those things that do not exist as though they are. He saw the heavens and yet gone bad. In the midst of the chaos, he said, let there be light. The question is that God, where did you see the light? The thing is darkness. And he said, let there be light. Because he called those things that were not as though they are. So he did not see darkness. He saw light. When you are seeing darkness, God is seeing light. You see, anything about life does not surprise God. Don't ever make the mistake to think that my life or what happened to me surprised God. Oh, it doesn't surprise God at all. God knew Adam would fail in the Garden of Eden. Have you not know? Go and read Revelation chapter 13. He said the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. And in the Garden of Eden, there is a tree. Apart from the knowledge of good and evil, there is also a tree of life. And that tree of life is a representation or a typology of Jesus Christ. So God has already made provision of Jesus in the garden. He knew Adam would fail. He knew Adam would mess up. So it is not about if, it's about the purpose of God. We call it his sovereignty. Say sovereignty. When the sovereignty of God is working in your life, by his sovereignty, he closed the womb of Elizabeth because Elizabeth's first child should be a John the Baptist. It doesn't matter what Elizabeth and Zachariah were praying for. Bible said they were devout men without anything. But he closed the womb because he was waiting for the right time for Jesus to, to come, for Elizabeth to conceive. So don't make a mistake. He closed the womb of Hannah because to him, he wanted Hannah to give birth to a Samuel and not any other child. First, have you wondered to ask yourself why should Judah's son slept with the wife? Judah's son died, firstborn died, secondborn slept, and when he was about to produce, he pulled out and spilled the whole semen on the ground, and God killed him. And 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 Judah did not give the daughter-in-law to anybody to marry, and the daughter-in-law posed as a prostitute and connected the man on the way. The man slept, and they gave birth to two children, Perez, and and what Zerah. How did it happen? And out of Perez, go and read the book of Matthew chapter 1. Out of Perez came Jesus Christ. You think God is a fool? He's a master planner behind the scenes. Why should he take Naomi from Bethlehem, the place of bread, to Moab, which is the place of incest? Because the Moabites are produce of incest. They slept with their father. Daughters sleeping with their father. No one's sleeping with their father and give birth. One gave birth to the Moabite, the other gave birth to the Ammonite. And then they move in there. Is it not a taboo? Is it not punishable by law? But out of it, God was working out his salvation plan. You cannot fault God. You cannot fight God. Out of the hardy criminal, out of the armed robber, God can produce an evangelist. God can produce a prophet. Out of the prostitute, God will produce a salvation. Out of the body where a prophet shall be born. Out of the miserable situation, the glory of the Lord shall be seen. I am here to tell somebody, you cannot rule God out of a situation. Who am I preaching to? I don't get moved by what people say. I get moved by what God say. 
and checked through. She realized from that line, Rehab, the prostitute, was there. She will rule him off. But God found him faithfully in the hall of fame of faith. I, I, I don't know who I am preaching to. Are you getting what I'm saying? When they were recording the generals in the hall of faith, in Hebrews chapter 11, her name was mentioned. Who am I talking to? But Rahab was a prostitute. She has no qualification that to be seen as a prostitute. But God, who caused those things that were not as though they are, Your future is secured. Amen. Oh, you didn't want to say your future is secured. Amen. I didn't. I, I said your future is secured. Amen. Your marriage is secured. Your business is secured. Your education is secured. Your job is secured. Your life is secured. If only you would trust God, it is secured. Amen. We don't live by wishes. We live by the promises. Call those things that do not exist as though they did. And verse 8, he says that. He said, who contrary to hope? Contrary. In other words, the thing was not working in his favor. There is everything that is pointing that this thing is negative. It's not going to work. The hospital report is saying that he's sick. Everything is pointing that there is such a... You were in this church when somebody came to testify that of a five of our five football cases in a womb that even in the United States, they couldn't do anything about it. She came to Ghana, thought because she has been cursed. So she decided to live with it and went to list that she was tested and they realized that the thing was there and the issue that she was going for surgery. She has no hope again. She's lost all hope. But listen, we have a God that work us behind the scene. You didn't hear what I'm saying. God brought her to this church because before the foundations of the earth, God has tied a miracle to this ministry. God has never made a mistake before. And out of here, she stood here and prayer, simple prayer, not gymnastic, simple prayer. Just touch oil, rub on your tummy, whatever the challenge. She did not discuss it with me or anybody. We just prayed. She went, went and checked. The whole thing disappeared. Simple prayer. Simple prayer. In the United Kingdom, a woman, for two solid years, she's not be able to have a man. She's not in a, uh, what do you call, monopausal days. She's just a young lady. Sees all of a sudden because of challenges or whatever it is in the church, right in the church, simple prayer. She started menses, menstruating. You were here, you saw the man who was paralyzed and couldn't do anything. Last week, Sunday, she walked with me in, her sh- in his shoes and came to show me that as she watched it, he's not, he's not wearing shoes and he's walking. Listen. If you live and you don't believe God, I don't know when you will believe God again. I, I say you cannot believe your managers, you cannot believe your president, you cannot believe ministers, you cannot believe any part, political party, but you can believe God and I can assure you that if only you believe in him, he will turn situations around in your favor. Just believe God. Who contrary to hope? In hope, believed. That is where my team came from. Hope against hope. Contrary to hope, in other words, everything is haywire, everything is bad, everything is thinking, everything is, 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 is against expectation. But in it, Abraham said, I will still believe. I will still believe. 
Whether the Lord heal me or not heal me, I'll still believe him for healing. Whether the Lord give me money or not, I'll still believe him for prosperity. Whether I have a husband or not, I'll still believe God for a husband. Whether I have a child or not, I'll still believe God for a child. Whether I have promotion or not, I'll still believe God for promotion. I will believe him because he's able to do. I believe him. So that he became the father of many nations. According to what was spoken, so shall your descendant be. So shall your descendant be. And the verse 19 says, it said, and not being weak in faith. He was not weak in faith. He did not consider his own body already dead. He realized that this is a forgotten conclusion. Why I've got it to Abraham, the age of 99, there is no way it can be possible. When he says his, his body is already dead, it's a figurative statement. In other words, he is not functioning as a real man. And if he cannot function as a real man, how can he even produce? Because production comes through ejaculation. But if you cannot ejaculate, you don't have the sense and the taste of what brings it to pass. How can you say you are going to give birth? Because it's not water that you are going to pour. So the issue is that there is total deadness and light off. And in this situation, there is nothing that can... Because if the light is on, you will say that I can see in my darkness. But the light is gone, the generator is also not working. And it's at a midnight hour. How can you believe to say that you can still have light? But Abraham believed even in the darkness. And still said that light or without light... I know God has the power to quicken things. So I will hold on and believe him for it. I will hold on and believe him. They, they will go into the room and Sarah will look at Abraham's face and I believe Sarah will ask, are you sure this thing can be possible? And Abraham will say it is possible. But Abraham will try to spark the car and he will realize that the engine is not sparking. And, and, and he will not listen, forget it. And he will go to sleep, they will sleep and they will get frustrated. But still, the guy is saying, I know this engine will spark one day. And every morning will go by the engine. And he said, and the car is dead. Push it somewhere. He said, I believe this car. Life will come into the car. And everybody will laugh at him. Ah, for how long will you be by this car? He said, I believe this car will spark. And one day, I said, one day, one day, one day, he went back to the car. Immediately he spied the car. He didn't waste time. He didn't say, yo, yo, yo. He immediately said, pa, You have to understand it, Greg, to know what I've said. The car hits the road and was doing signs and wonders. After Sarah checked, Abraham had Keturah fired for more children to come. And that is the result of me and you as Ghanaians and Africans. He gave birth to both the Indians, gave birth to the Arabs, gave birth to the Jews, and gave birth to Africans. In his old age, not when he was young. The old man is on fire. He has not taken a Lomo Peters. Neither has he taken Kabashaw. He has not even taken uh, uh, Power Man capsules. But the guy is standing more than a midfielder. That is what God can do. When he fires you up at the appointed time, it doesn't matter. Age is not a limit. Age is not a barrier because it's able to quicken your motor body. He did not consider it. Tell somebody, don't consider it. Tell another person, don't consider it. 
In other words, what do you mean that I'm not paying attention? Yes, I know the pain is there, but I'm not looking at the pain. I know the money is not there, but I'm not looking at the money. I know this is not. You see, men get worried by what you don't have, but God is not worried about what you don't have. God is worried about what you have. He did not consider that day. since he was about a hundred years old, and the deadness of Sarah's womb. The deadness. In other words, no matter what, look, if you like inject everything to Sarah's room, nothing will happen. All the eggs of Sarah is finished. Is what? Finished, kaput. Negative. Dead. But God said, I am the first gynecologist. Oh, you didn't know. If you want to know my credential, go to the Garden of Eden, I will show you. A man was walking pregnant. And not only pregnant, but he was working pregnant with an adult, not a baby. So if I can cause a man to give birth to an adult, how much one cannot cre- not create a baby? A baby and adult, which one is difficult to create? You, you are not getting what I'm saying. Adam was carrying Eve in his stomach. And when the time came, God put Adam to sleep. He did the surgery and moved Eve out of Adam and put Eve there. Adam woke up and did not see a baby Eve. He saw an adult Eve. So what else can't he do? Show me what he cannot do. He said, listen, I am the one. I overshadowed a Mary. A virgin who has not met a man before. And I was able to create life out of it. What shows I cannot do it? What shows? Since we are about in the deadness of Sarah's womb, I am here to prophesy to somebody, your dream is not dead. I don't care how it has gone, that it is not dead. Are you there with me? One day I was there, I was praying and I had a dream and the Lord said, have I not told you that I am your God? And that when I say it, I don't change it. He said, by myself, have I sworn? I said, Lord, I salute. Because who are you, a mortal man, to challenge the Lord? You sometimes, you don't know where our confidence comes from. But our confidence does not stem out of man. Our confidence stems out of what God has told us in the closet of prayer. What God has revealed to us in the secret place. What God has spoken to us. So whenever what we are going through, we still believe because he has spoken. What has God told you? Give me the verse 20. And he said, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. Tell somebody, keep your belief. Listen, one thing you shouldn't do is that whether you see it or not, don't be confessing negative. Always confess, confess positively. Always confess positively. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And what did we learn in Romans 5? He said, We give glory in hope. And verse 21, he said, And being fully convinced, being what? fully convinced, otherwise, fully persuaded. Paul said, I am persuaded that neither death, nor height, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, shall separate me from the love of God. In other words, I am not afraid of anything. I believe what God said, I will stay through and it shall come to pass. I prophesy over your life today. I declare over your life, be persuaded that God cannot fail you. Be persuaded that your Christian journey is not a shame and a reproach. Be persuaded that in that trouble, you will come out successfully. Be persuaded that God's case shall favor you. Be persuaded that I'm 
marriage shall come to pass. Be persuaded that child shall be born. Be persuaded that job is a shorty. Be persuaded that your ministry is a fulfillment. Be persuaded that you shall be what God says you shall be. It does not matter what you are going through. Charles, be persuaded because God will do it and the Lord shall honor it. Be persuaded. He was persuaded. In other words, he was convinced. Persuasion is a higher word above convinced. He was persuaded. There is nothing that is moving him. He's unmovable. He's unshakable. He is seen by the said, I refuse. The guy is steadfast. He's persuaded that what he had promised, who? What God has promised, he was also able to perform because he knew that the name of God is I am that I am. Are you understanding me? I am that I am. I am Jehovah. I am that I am. And this is my name and my covenant forever. Show me where God disappointed somebody. And you look at my first studio and tell me what you are going to go with disappointing. So that I give you the license to go and do what you like. God has never failed before. Even in old age, he still proved himself strong. Or you have not heard before. A woman at the age of around 90 something got married and gave birth. Don't look at me like that. You, you cannot joke with this God. No cesarean delivery, no more delivery. No more. No more. Wherever they have hidden your ring and your veil, you will have it. <laughs> I said, wherever they have hidden it, you have it. He said, be anxious for nothing. But in all things, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, make your request known unto the Lord. And the peace of God, that passes all understanding, shall garnish your heart, shall fill your heart. Tell somebody, go to sleep. He said he was able to perform. And verse 22 says this. He said, and therefore, it was accounted to him for righteousness. And that writer said that was accounted to Abraham was not Abraham alone. But listen to what he said in 23. He said that and now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him but to but also for us it shall be imputed to us who believe in him who were raised up with Jesus our Lord from the dead. As you sit listening to me right now that promise of Abraham is your surety. I said that promise of Abraham is your surety. In the same way God dealt with you, God will deal with you. He will not fail you and he will not disappoint you. You have waited for far too long on one promise. I am here to tell you that promise will come to pass. I said that promise will be a reality. I said that promise will be a reality. And when the promise comes to pass, it shall be better, it shall be celebrated, it shall be fulfilled, it shall be awesome, it shall be different. It shall be different. It shall be different. It shall be different. Don't be troubled. Yes, there's a tendency for you to worry. It's natural about man. It's natural about life. Nobody stops you from worrying. But in your worrying, think straight. Are you understanding me? In your thinking, don't worry. In your worrying, think straight. There's difference between thinking and worrying. Worrying is that you think you are in despair. This cannot be. But in your worrying, think. In other words, think of the goodness of God. And that will console you. Because God is able to do it. It doesn't matter what you are. Your state does not move God. Because he is God. He is God. He is God. What keep Abraham's hope alive? 
one. The promise that he shall be the father or the head kept him alive. I declare may your hope be kept alive. I say may your hope be kept alive. Because of the promise you have received. The promise. The promise. The promise. Promise is making a commitment to do. God made a commitment that I'm going to do it. And this kept Abraham alive. If man's promise can even keep you alive. What about God? A guy looks at your face and says, I am answer. The way I look at you, your nose is as nice as Adomi Bridge. Your color, nobody has seen it before. Who created you? God took his time to mold you. In fact, I never know you were a woman like this. Hey, where have you been? And then he takes a small ring, which maybe is not even gold, put it on your finger. And he says, I have promised you, I want to marry you. And you can walk around boldly and show to everybody. Hey. And then your walking will change. And you are confident that he's going to marry you. What happens tomorrow? With a promise. He can fail you. He can disappoint you. Or he can even die in the process. But the promise of God is yea and amen. Are you understanding me? When he does it, he doesn't travel. He will not get to Germany and forget you. He will be there and will still remember you. Whether you are in Italy or Germany or Ghana or Kazakhstan or wherever, he will remember you because his promise is himself. He said, my word have I exalted about myself. And by my word, I am committed. Abraham believed in that promise. He held on to that promise. He believed and stood steadfast because he knows God is able to do. And what kept his hope like that? He will be the hair. The hair that will come out of him. Jesus from his lineage kept him alive. He saw the future and hoped for it. The third thing is that God gives life to the dead. So you know that no matter what was happening to him, even when things does not work, maybe age is against him. Time is against him. Society is saying things against him. He was not moved by all of it. Though he knows that biologically the clock is going. He knows by time things are not working. He knows by the economy things are bad. But he still believes because he knows that God can give life to even the dead things. And he can come back. And he hoped in that. He hold on to that. Because God gives life to the dead. For Cause those things which do not exist as though they are. He knew that no matter what it is, even if it's late, God can call it out and he still have it. So he believed. The 15, according to what was spoken, he believed in the words of God. He believed that when a word moved out of God's mouth, it is a law. And he said, my word, have I sent forth and it shall perfect everything. It shall not return unto me void. I declare over your life today, whatever God has spoken concerning you, we declare activation that it shall come to pass. It shall not return void. What God has said, he will do it and he will not fail. He spoke to you in secret. He will do it. He spoke to you during your quiet time. He will do it. He spoke through a prophetic word. He will do it. He spoke through a preaching. He will do it. He spoke to you even when you were worshiping. He will do it. He spoke to you when you were in a shower. He will do it. He spoke to you when you don't have anybody around. He will do it. Whatever he said to you, if only you believe, he will do it. Abraham believed. And there is the evidence that the spoken word he believed in came to pass. He will do it. He will do it. According to what was spoken. What have you heard? Job said, once the Lord has spoken, but twice have I heard that power belongs to God. 
What does Abraham have to deal with to obtain the promise? First, there are three things Abraham has to confront in his life. Abraham has to confront biological clock was against him. Because biologically, he needs to have been a father around that time. But at the age of almost 100 years, the child is not coming. Society, he faced society, societal dynamics was against him. The society which was living was calling them names. They were going through a lot of humiliation and shame and they were still believing. Thirdly, religious element was against him. Even in the church, he was having names. Even among his Jewish brethren, he was having a challenge. What is happening to you, Abraham? What is happening to you, Sarah? They come around Sarah as if they are sympathizing, but they are ridiculing Sarah. These three things were working against him, but he was still keeping his hope alive. In the business, it was happening. In their life, it was happening. Maybe as you are listening to me, you are going through this cycle. But I am here to announce to you, God said, keep your hope alive. Keep your lower. Secondly, what was Abraham's reaction to his challenge? One, who contrary to hope, he believed. Abraham believed that no matter what he was going through, he still kept his hope alive. Tell somebody he kept his hope alive. Two, he was not weak in faith. In other words, he did not give up on his faith. He did not give up on his belief. He still mentioned the name of God. They are insulting him and he said God will do it. They are laughing at him and he said God will do it. They are looking at him and he said God will do it. He was still keeping his faith. Three, he did not consider his own body already dead. He knew that yes, things are not working. But he didn't believe that that is it. He might look at as an old person, but he was seeing himself as a young man. The deadness of Sarah's womb was the fourth thing. He did not consider the state of even the wife or the state of the business or the company or the marriage. Everything is going downwards and everything is going bad. But he still believed. Tell somebody believe. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief. What is to waver? To waver is to pause or hold back in uncertainty or unwillingness. To waver is to pause, hold back, in uncertainty or unwillingness. He said, Abraham did not hold back. Anyhow, to say that, well, because I prayed to God for a husband. And I was fervent in serving as an usher when I was praying for the husband. And five years down the lane, the husband has not come. So right now, what is the motivation for me to even be an usher? I will not come to usher again. That is to waver. Oh, I pray when I was an intercessor that God should give me a promotion at work. The promotion didn't come. So now, what is three years down the lane? I'm still believing. What else should I do again? I don't even need. So now, my church coming is anyhow. I choose when to come to church. I choose what when to serve. I choose when not to serve. Sometimes my face looks so moody, and I'm not excited. I am troubled. I'm not laughing with people. I can be very. I used to be very cheerful. I used to be very bright, but now I am so moody that when people are getting to me, they feel so irritated, and I push them around because why? I waited for God and God, and all of a sudden I started saying statements that if God would do, He should have done it, and I start murmuring and complaining. Everything about God now gets me stinking and gets me angry. That is to waver. That is to do what? But he said, in the midst of all this, Abraham did not hold back. Neither was he living in uncertainty. He did not waver. Whether the business was working well or not, he didn't waver. Whether the healing is there or not, he didn't waver. Whether the challenge was there or not, he didn't waver. He just believed God. 
And the sixth thing is that he was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. In other words, in everything, give glory to God. Bad times, give glory to God. Good times, give glory to God. And the service said, I've been fully convinced that what God has promised is also able to perform. These are the characteristics of Abraham that made him to hold on and to be able to react to the challenges. She will face challenges in life. She will face persecution in life. She will face need in life. She will face trouble in life. If only you can dwell on these seven key things I've shared with you and keep your faith going, at the end, the Lord shall speak. Rise up on your feet, somebody. The Lord shall speak. The Lord shall speak. The Lord shall speak. The Lord shall speak. Lift up your hands shortly with me. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Yahweh Temple, East Ligon. We know you've been blessed by God's word. For more quality and practical teachings of Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastagon.com or email to yawatempleicgc at gmail.com or call us on 057-2260-434 or 057-2260-435 You can also worship with us on Sundays from 7am to 10am on Tuesdays at 6.30pm to 8.30pm for our empowerment teaching service and Fridays at 7pm to 10pm for our breakthrough prayer service You can also connect with us on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter. God bless you. My Lord with you, I know.